Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 93. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft, and I'm not... I'm not hearing myself at all. Oh, Daniel came in and he had me turn your headphones See? down. Oh, my goodness. How, how how about now, baby? Oh, my goodness. Hello, world. I can hear it now. I can hear me. Don't people know they're not allowed to mess with my settings? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, goodness. Well, it is good to be back in the studio, Stephanie. Yeah. I, well, I, I was here. No, but I mean, I was here last Friday. You so. were here last Friday. Yeah. This is true. You were that one. Oh, do, do you want me to come over there? <laughs> Could you yeah, move make over some eye contact with you there, great. babe? Hold Thanks. on. Let me move over. How's that? <laughs> That's better. <coughs> well, hello. Hi. You're you not look- just like a voice over there. Exactly. So anyway, last week we did not record a Family from the Heart episode. And that's because I didn't record any episodes last Thursday. We normally record about five to seven shows on Thursday. I pretty much didn't get out of bed last week at all. Um, It was was pretty bad. I'm just barely getting over some bronchitis right now. Second round of some antibiotics. And by this weekend, I will be feeling 100% knowing what I know about my history with this stuff and with my history with the type of medications that I'm taking. So... Uh, I'm glad to be on the mend. I'm glad to be back in the studio. And uh, I'm almost out of that fog. Do you know what I mean when I say the fog? Oh, yeah. I was talking with Eric Fisher in one of our in between two of our shows. And uh, there come, we had already been talking about recently that, wow, business is awesome. You know, some amazing things. We're so excited. Uh, well, okay. I'm so excited about the future of where things are going and, and, and all this stuff. And I'd been really struggling with uh, lack of margin in my life and the amount of things that have, just, I mean, just the, the craziness of my actual day-to-day schedule. Right. And I was, I was, all, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, you know what? Sure, it's tough right now, but I'm putting things in place. I've got a virtual assistant that's helping out. I've got, you know, I've, I've got some ideas about how to organize my schedule so that I'm not, so that I have more margin in my life, so that I can get back to this pursuit of a balanced life. And, well, not that get, I'm always in pursuit of a balanced life, but so that I can get back some of the balance that I had lost as a result of just being, having my schedule dictate what I do rather than me dictate what my schedule looks like. Right. And, and so, so there was all of this stuff and then boom, I get sick. And, and when I get sick, I get, um, I get this fog that hits and it's like all of a sudden all optimism kind of just gets thrown out the window and, and I start to feel burned out and overwhelmed and, and I don't, I don't get pessimistic. I just, I lose, I lose motivation. And it's just like, and you go into that thing that you were dealing with, which was survival mode. I was just like, man, if I could just survive this day. Right. And I'm like, man, I don't like feeling that way. It's like, is is the excitement and enthusiasm going to come back? And I'm noticing that it's slowly coming back. And I've almost escaped the, 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 the fog that was there. But I just want to say for those of you who are used to listening to, I don't know, seven to ten hours worth <laughs> of GSPN.TV content each week. 
which believe it or not, there's a handful of people that listen to every show. I am sorry about the void and the vacuum that was your podcast listening experience last week. And uh, I hope that we'll make up with it, uh, make up for it uh, in within the next couple of weeks. Uh, we've got some exciting things happening. We do. So that's what's going on in my little part of the world here. What's going on in your world, Stephanie? um, Picking up your slack. uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, I say that jokingly, you know, really that is nothing new because where um, the last week you've been, you know, Mm -hmm. resting and and sleeping and trying to get better. um, All those other times you were just working. So, I mean, Nothing really changed for me other than you were moaning and groaning. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I was moaning and groaning. Trust me. And, um, but you know, things are, things are on the looking up for me, I guess. I'm, you know. You're starting to see a brighter future or maybe some light at the end of the tunnel, maybe? Maybe some light. Yeah. I've been working on getting our house ready for the lost party. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, the lost party is like my excuse for doing the things that I want to do, but have never make time to do. Right. So now I'm neglecting everything else to do those things. And then next week on, on Monday and Tuesday, I'll just have to do the surface cleaning because I've been, you know, washing light fixtures and walls and there is a hair inside my sleeve. So you're saying that we should probably have some kind of big major event at our home every three months and just keep you up to date with all that stuff. No, I'm (laughs) saying that now that it's done, I'm hoping to add it into my schedule once a month to keep it done. Right. And I'm also going to start handing out responsibilities to other people. Nice. Including you. That's fine. So, yeah, that's fine. The cool thing is, is that my schedule, I mean, it, I, I have a much more guarded schedule now, and uh, this past week, I did my last Tuesday evening webinar. Um, on the only evenings that I have scheduled to work are Monday evenings. Friday goes to 6 p.m. That's the only one that goes past 5. Right. But, uh, and then um, Saturday mornings, but uh, the the Tuesday Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday evening, and Friday evenings are all, there are no consulting calls that are going to be booked during those times right. from this point forward. Well, you know, and it's the whole thing with, with <laughs> back in May when you were all gung ho on your losing weight and I'm like, I'll believe it when I see it. I kind of feel like that. Yeah, I'm I just kind of feel like, you know, you're not going to be scheduling consulting calls, but you'll be down here, you know, answering your email or, you know, and keeping that in inbox. There. So I don't, yeah, I, I and I feel bad that I really have a hard time believing that you no, will be I, available to me and and the family in that time. Like I, I really, I feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just saying you're untrustworthy and your word means crap to me. <laughs> like that's nice. that's what I feel like. I know. I, I, I that's I, not what I'm saying. That's not what I mean. But that's how I feel that it's coming off. No, I, I understand. You know? And, and th- there are reasons for you to feel that way. It was the same thing. It was exactly the same thing when I, back in May, when I told you I was going to start eating healthy, I'm going to start working out every day and stuff like that. And I just hope to show you that. And you know, that it has never in our marriage. I mean, we've been married for 13 and a half years and never in our marriage. Have we had a time where consistently we are having family evenings. Mm -hmm. It's never been consistent. 
Yeah. I mean, when you worked only for Jack Lilly Insurance long before, long before podcasting, and even in our old house, which I mean, we've been here for six years, um, when Matt was in, when Matt was a newborn, you would come home and eat dinner, and you would go back until eleven, and then you would come home, and we would watch Ally McBeal because I had to breastfeed the baby, and then we would go to bed at midnight. Yep. I mean, even even then, you worked around the clock. I, it, it's it's ingrained in you. It it, it is, and it I is know a that part it of who a, I am. It is, and I know that it is it is a fight and it is a battle for you. And I don't want to be that dripping faucet nagging wife saying, you know, where are you? It's it's six oh five, and you told me six. You know, I don't want to be that. But at the same time, I don't want to be standing upstairs going, it's six thirty, and having a bitterness grow in me. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So, so I struggle in that. Do I say something or do I see if he shows up on his own? You know, and I don't want to be let down, but I don't want to be nagging either. I, it, Am I making sense? It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. And, you know, the one thing I will tell you is that this is this is a pursuit of balanced life for me. And and the thing the thing is, is that I am seeing some good things coming in the future. Now, I, I am I am not I, I can tell you this. I made a complete commitment that I will not be doing consulting calls on Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night and Friday night. Now, is there the potential that, you know, there will be a, you know, an out of town gig that might I mean, there this is this is my normal schedule. It's like, no, right. I, I don't schedule those. Um, we had an issue where we went over to my family's house one night and it was late at night and the phone rang. You, you we asked talked me, about this. I know you asked me not to pick it up and I picked it up and this guy's like, but uh, you don't understand Cliff. I need help. You helped me last <laughs> night, but now, you know, this isn't working and I've got this thing and it's tomorrow. And I'm like, I love, I love what you said to him. You what? were trying to find a time to talk to him because, and I could see, I could tell in you the struggle. I, I really, I could in that moment, I could tell in the struggle and you, you said, um, I can tell by the look on my wife's face <laughs> that it's not going to be before this time. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you it's not going to be before tomorrow morning that I can help you. Uh, but but at the same time, I ended up taking that call. And and here's the deal. There are some things that I, I've just learned that, you know what, it, one of the things that I've decided to do recently is that I, you know, I look at the caller ID. Number one, if it's if it's Andrea, who is our, who is mm-hmm. my virtual assistant, I pick up the phone. I mean, it, it, that I, I pick up the call because she's she's helping to relieve more than anything she might call and interrupt and say, hey, can you answer this for me? So so that's somebody I'll, I'll pick up. And then what I've decided from this point forward is that I look at the call and number one, do I have free time right now to take a 30 to 45 minute call? And if I do, then I might pick it up and, it, and it's during business hours. But if it's not... And, and if, if I don't have time to actually have a 45 minute phone call, because every call that I pick up is potentially a 30 to 45 minute call, right? Even if it's somebody just found me on Google and they saw my phone number and says, Hey Cliff, I, you know, um, but here, and, and during the evening, if, if somebody calls and I don't know the name and it's not family, it's not something like that. If, if they're not scheduled to call, if I'm not waiting for a phone call, it's going to voicemail. That's why they invented this thing called voicemail. I'll right. let it go to voicemail. Then I'll immediately check it and discern whether or not that's an important, urgent message. Right. The other thing that I'm learning to do and I'm trying to do is be okay with the fact that I have, you know, 40 emails in my inbox. Right. At times. Now I still am an inbox zero kind of guy. I still want to, 
I still want to keep up to date with people. I still want to manage to respond to every email and all this other stuff. But there are going to be times when, you know what, I'm not going to respond to every single email within, you know, four hours. You know, you might have 24 hours, maybe even 48 hours, sometimes even, you know, three days before I actually get back to you, depending on what it is. And I'm going to have to be okay with that because my schedule, you know, one of the things I'm learning is just I, I don't have more hours in the day. And so I, I'm, I'm working on some things there. I'm right. working on some things there. So you're right. I will tell you that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, there won't be client scheduled calls, but you're right. I'm still, it's going to be a struggle for me that even though I'm not with a client, I might, if my daytime was booked solid, then there might be the tendency to try to do some additional communications that I didn't have chance to do all day today during the right. evening. And so I, I see that, that there'll be some balance there. There is. And you know, one thing that <laughs> we might actually have to start communicating again. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> and Did I say, say that jokingly because yeah. we do communicate, but mm-hmm. we are where we have our set times that we communicate. We also each go about our day in a very, your life doesn't affect mine and mine doesn't affect yours kind of way. Which is really Which weird. Is we, we know that we're working on it. Um, <laughs> we're a work in progress, but, um, so I need to not look at, cause I follow your calendar, uh-huh. right? You don't follow mine and we have issues about that sometimes, <laughs> but, um, but I follow your calendar. And so I don't want to ever be looking at your calendar and saying, Oh, there's nothing on his calendar and expecting you to be there. That's an unspoken expectation and that's unfair of me to put on you. Right. But at the same time, I can't be planning out a whole evening with the kids and poof, dad's here and you want us to, you know, drop everything and bow at your feet because that's an unspoken expectation and and a quite unrealistic one on us as well. Right. And so there needs to be balance. Otherwise we're always going to be stepping on each other. I understand. And, um, and I'd like to not cringe when your phone rings. So I'm working on that. Well, and like I said, you're going to see me, you're going to see me just silence the ringer more often. Okay. And, and that's something that I, I I have made. My phone stays on silent. I know. All the time. Um, (laughs) which is kind of funny because sometimes I'll lay it down and I can't find it, but I can't call it because it's on silent. If it's not on a hard surface, then I can't find it. But boy, if it's on a hard surface, you'll find it. <laughs> if it's on a hard surface, it, the neighbors could find it. <laughs> it registers on the, uh, the, on the Richter scale. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's what it's called, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It, it does. It has a pretty intense vibrate on it. It does. It's kind of funny, but, um, do you know why I keep it on silent all the time? No. Because when I'm running or, and listening to my iPod and, um, text messages come through or, you know, right. my, I mean, my phone dings for things all the time and it'll interrupt my music. You're just a, and such that a happening person that interrupts my groove. So my I, groove. <laughs> I leave it on silent and then I just check all those later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. You can't, you can't be. So, so that's a little bit about what's going on, you know, kind of right. business wise, but family wise and how it's affecting one or the other right. and stuff like that. Um, Stephanie and I just had some very interesting things take place in the, <laughs> in the area of the faith department and, and our interaction, interaction with our church. We're obviously not going to go into any details. 
other than to say that um, technically speaking, we are no longer in in we're no longer leading leading an official small group of our of our church of our church. That's all you need to That's say. That's all we ha- yeah. need to say. And that, that was a big decision for us. It, I've I've led a small group since 1996. Yeah. Always. Um, but not going to be doing that in an official capacity moving forward. Uh, the good news is that Stephanie and I are going to continue to have a small group of people that come over for a book club. And we are, we're excited about that. And we're, re- we're currently reading Crazy Love, which is very good. It is good. I really love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I want this book to move me. So maybe that's why I'm enjoying it so much. Yeah. But does that make sense? Yeah, it does make okay. sense. It does make sense. And but at the same time, I'm being cautious as I read it because I, I don't want to go in overhyped or with my expectations, you know, up so high that that the book can't. Look here, it, it's like this. Um, several years back when the Passion of the Christ came out. Oh yeah. When don't. the Passion. When the Passion. What is it? It's the Passion for Christ. The it's Passion just, of Christ. Uh, anyway, it's just, the I think Passion. It's just called the Passion. And it has a subtitle. I don't. Anyway, the passion. I think people will know what I'm talking about. The movie with right. Um, When that came out, we didn't go see it right away, and all of our friends were like, "Oh, I sobbed. Um, I was crying so hard, my knees were weak, and just it really was that. That was a movie for me that was overhyped. It was like everyone kept talking about how moving it was, and and okay, I have I I've studied the crucifixion and um, the resurrection more times than, than I can count. And I know what it means to be flogged and I, and I understand what it means to be crucified. And so, but I felt like when I was watching that movie that because everybody was talking about how emotional it was and how much it moved that, that I was a little bit, um, guarded or separated from it Mm -hmm. am I using the right words I don't know and and so it didn't move me in the way that it had moved all my friends right I didn't come out of it with this breathtaking you know experience I enjoyed it it was the best um storytelling it was the best drama putting it it to real life dramatization yeah of, of it and um the guy who played Jesus did a fantastic job. I really, really enjoyed it, but it wasn't that <gasps> experience that everyone said it was going to be for me. Right. And so reading crazy love, I am like, okay, a lot of people are, are talking about how fantastic this book is and how it's going to change my life. And, and that's what I want from it. But at the same time, I'm being careful to really let God move me and not the book move me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that that's right. Well, you had uh, gone last night. You you missed our group meeting last I did. night, and uh, we'll talk about why in just a little bit because right. you're going to give us a movie review. I am. Uh, but I wanted to share some things from chapter one, uh, just to let people know kind of what this book is about. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is a quote from chapter one of Crazy Love that I had highlighted. Uh, it says, I grew up believing in God without having a clue what he is like. I called myself a Christian, was pretty involved in church, and tried to stay away from all the things that good Christians, in quotes, uh, avoid. 
uh, such as drinking, drugs, sex, and swearing. Christianity was simple. Fight your desires in order to please God. Whenever I failed, which was often, I'd walk around feeling guilty and distant from God. And and basically we just had we we kind of just read that and we talked about, you know, is this something that we experience? And I I'd just like to say that this has certainly been a majority of my experience in my relationship with God. Not at all times. There are times when I feel like, man, I have a really good feel for for my connection, my relationship with God and just how unconditional his love is. But there are times when feelings of guilt and just feeling distant from God just because uh, well, just because. And one of the uh, one of the things that our good friend Daniel pointed out is that he said, well, there are some times when when you do things that you're not supposed to do that that maybe it is it, it's it's an appropriate response to feel guilty and distance from God because you've done something to hinder that relationship. And right. I said, wow, you make an excellent point. I totally agree with that. I said, but at the same time, there are some times when it's not necessarily that I've I've committed a sin of commission which is when you actually you do, you do things that you know you're not supposed to do. Right. Or a, you know, an, an an error in omission, which means that you basically you know things you ought to do but you just, just didn't do them. Mm-hmm. Uh it's I said there's times in my life when I don't really feel like I'm quote unquote sinning, you know, either by doing something or not doing something I should be doing. That in, in God's standards but I feel like there are sometimes that I feel guilty and I feel like there's distance between myself and God because I didn't do things that I've always been taught that the church tells me I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And so I, 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 I honestly believe that sometimes I thrust unrealistic expectations upon myself as to how my relationship with God should look. Right. Well, and I think that this is... The, um. Hmm. Choose what? your words. Choose your words. I think that that what you're describing has a lot to do with what happened yesterday. Yes. And I obviously won't go into great detail, but there are these expectations put upon you that you think you have to do, and then when you don't hold up to them, oh, I'm wrong. And and so I don't think that we're wrong in what we were sharing that was on our heart yesterday. Right. In the core of who I am, I don't think that we're wrong, mm-hmm. but he clearly told us that we are. Right. You know, and so it, it it really is this struggle of finding what is God's expectation of me? Yes. Of me, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Not of Watermark, not of any of the other churches. We've belonged to two other churches in our marriage, not to either of them. Mm-hmm. What is his expectation of me? What right. does he want from me? Right. And if I can find that, and if I can live that to my fullest, then I think I'm doing okay. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Right. So. And 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 so, <clears throat> with that, you know, it was it was it was a great. It actually started some wonderful conversation there. There is one other um, thing oh, that I yeah go ahead. I had one other thought while you were you were reading that. It made me think. Do you remember when we did um, growing kids God's way? Yes. And they talked about how when. Um, when you have to discipline your child, there is this time of separation. Yeah. Don't don't spank them, which they totally think is okay. So do I, by the way. Right. <laughs> I which, didn't want to say that they're to wrong. Say, to say <laughs> that we don't disagree, right. but but um you can't you can't spank them and then say, oh, okay, give me a hug and a kiss. There right. has to be this time 
to reconcile that relationship. There has to be reconciliation. There has to be a reconciliation. And so where I think that there are times when you have, you know, when you feel um, guilty and distant from God. I don't like the word guilty. And that may be Ah, because convicted. convicted Yes. Because um, I've always been, and this may just be what the church has taught me, but I've always been taught that guilt is not from God. Conviction is from God. Right. Conviction and separation or distance but there has to be a time of reconciliation. Yeah. You have to come back into relationship with him. There are times when you there are times when something has been done or something has not been done that should have been done and you know it and that does strain that relationship. It's yeah. kind of like, you know, Matthew you you say Matt, you know, it's time to go and you say no, or he says can I stay here? Well, you can stay here as long as you do your homework first before you play any video games and you come home and he's not done something that he wasn't supposed to do or that he was supposed to do, that there was this agreement. And the fact is, is that he let you down. And so there are times and that puts a strain that puts a strain on that relationship. It it, it, it takes a little bit of the trust. It takes a little bit of the risk, you know, the right. So, yeah. There are times, and and I I get that, but there are there have there are also those times when I feel like we feel the strain in the relationship. When honestly, sometimes I feel like I feel distant from God. When to be honest with you, at at, at times, if I really get some right perspective, man, this is the closest I've ever been to God. Right. But because I didn't do a prayer journal or because I didn't open up the Bible and do a devotional today or because I haven't done this or that. And and sometimes I completely neglect to think about all the exchanges and conversations and 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 actually sitting there and 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 saying, man, God, this is this is really going on in our lives. Can you I, I pray that you'll work in this and doing this sometimes silently and, and, and occasionally somebody says, Hey Cliff, will you pray? I've got this big thing. And it's like, sometimes I'll just pick up the phone. It's like, listen, you know, this is big. What's going on. Right. Can I pray for you now and talk to you on the, it's like, sometimes I'll, I'll do those kind of things, but they're so thrown in with everything else that I'm doing that, you know, I might have had some really great, um, devotion of my faith and my relationship with God throughout the day intermixed but it doesn't because fit it's into not a, this set aside closed in the closet alone time yes then you feel like you're not or because i didn't put out an almost daily devotion in right. the last three weeks or something like that it, i feel guilty right. and, and it's like but and some of these are just expectations i place on myself and some of them have I've, I've been kind of taught that these are the things that it means to be you know, it, well, actually, it, uh, appropriately, oh, appropriately. So it's like, these are the things that means to be s- spiritual. And I don't know I necessarily want to be a spiritual person. I want to be a person who has a real relationship with God. Right. You know, and, and if you call that spiritual, that's fine. But that's what I'm that's what I struggle with. And so the next thing I want to read out of this book, and this may be shocking. And no, this isn't the about the church podcast, but this is what's <laughs> going on in my mind. So I'm sharing. Right. So um, anyway, Listen to this. Um, This is another quote from the first chapter of the Mm -hmm. book. He says, it may sound, quote unquote, unchristian to say that on some mornings I don't feel like loving God or I just forget to, but I do. In our world where where hundreds of things distract us from God, we have to intentionally and consistently remind ourselves of him. And this is something that I sometimes struggle with. And, and, and it's hard for me to say this, but sometimes I don't feel like loving God today. Right. Sometimes you know, I forget is, God exists today. You know, this is something that I, um, I told my sister, um, when she was 
planning her wedding before she got married. My sister, Samantha, I said, you know what? Every day is not perfect. There are some days when I wake up and I really can't stand my husband. Mm -hmm. You know, um, sometimes I keep that inside and sometimes it spews out. (laughs) (laughs) It just depends on how great the the dislike is that day. Every day is not going to be a fairy tale. Right. You know, and and so there are days where I wake up like I've completely admitted to this whole community over the last month or so that I have been in maintenance mode. I don't wake up and, well, first off, yesterday and today are the first two days that the sun has shone in what feels like a month, you know? No doubt. So I don't wake up and take in the glory of God's creation because I'm like, it's gloomy outside. I'm pretty sure he didn't create that, (laughs) (laughs) you know? And so it's, it is. That's what you were. You were like, "What kind of book makes you look at a website like every paragraph?" Yeah. Um. And and one of those clips is is of nothing but creation. Correct. Yeah. And, or, or it it's and, just how big God is. It shows yeah. how big the cosmos is. And right. And um, which that was so funny, by the way, because you went to bed to read a chapter before you went to sleep. And then you come out like huffing and puffing, looking for your MacBook. It was really funny. It's like, I wanted to, this is the third time I've actually sat down. And every time I forget that I need to see a video before I can read and understand what he's talking about. Absolutely. Silly. So, you know, I, I, I get that. I get that from the book, you know, not every day do I wake up and right or wrong, God be the first thing on my mind. This morning I woke up and the first thing on my mind was I really need an hour delay. (laughs) I really need like 30 more minutes in bed. Um, I didn't get it. And I got up and I, you know, trudged through the morning. And so I I, I get that. I I need to be reminded sometimes. Right. And so last night. And he finds ways to remind me. Yes. And, and, the, and the good news is that there there are some things, and, and I, I love what he says in this chapter, and we had some discussion about this, but we have to intentionally and consistently remind ourselves of him. Absolutely. You know, and, and that's true. There are so many distractions. You know, it, it it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like working out. There's a billion things that can keep me from going and working out and getting my physical activity in. But sometimes I just have to consistently and intentionally put it on my schedule put off other things and go do it. Right. And, and it's like, you know, there, there's this, you know, sometimes you feel like, well, do, is that, I mean, is that how I want God to feel that I have to pencil him in? Well, no, ultimately, you know, and, and, and certainly you don't like to be quote unquote penciled in, No. but there are times when, you know what, things are so busy right now. You know what? I'm going to put if, it if on I my don't, schedule. If I don't put it on my schedule, it ain't happening. Right. And so sometimes it, it, you know, it's important just to do that. Right. But the goal is not to do it because you feel like if you don't do it, you're going to feel bad because then you're spending time with God or me spending time with you is not about because I love you and I want to be with you. It's because I don't want to feel bad anymore. Exactly. Today, I'm not doing, it's kind of like, okay, tonight I am, I'm not going to answer any emails and I'm hanging out with the family. And why am I here? It's because I don't want to feel bad anymore. Right. That that's it's selfish. Those and are it's the ridiculous. times that I tell you to go back to work. Yeah, you're just like, dude, just go back just to work. Go. The, yeah. You came. Um. What, what day was it that you were so sick you couldn't walk? I don't know. I don't know. You got up at like four. You you um slept until like two maybe, and got up for a little bit and and you walked out, but you weren't walking down the hallway in a straight line. I mean, you were like swaggering back and forth pretty bad, and I'm just like, go back to bed. 
You know, just turn around and go back to bed. Because you're not doing any of us any good by being there right. at that point. And, and the same applies when you are so distracted <laughs> that you're only there because you have to be. Right. Or because yeah. you don't want to feel bad about it. Right. So now um, the other the other thing, and then we'll talk about your movie review. The okay. the other point that I made about you know the scheduling the time and and being intentional about it is we you know we talked about the fact that you know married couples sometimes their intimacy uh, is you know there's jokes all the time about you know get married and then all of a sudden you don't, you don't have to struggle with the you know right all, all this other stuff you just it just doesn't just happen it, anymore babe. you don't have sex anymore. <laughs> But so, but sometimes marriages, you can get into a place where you're all so busy and things happen and you schedule it. It's like you have to schedule it. Right. You know, we talked and I I shared with them. I said, sometimes you just have to. And and I say, if you can take your mind off the, the physical aspect of it, sometimes we need to schedule time to be intimately connected with God. Right. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. And, and you know what, if it's only that ever, then yeah, there's a problem. But sometimes you just need to set the the time aside, and and sure, it maybe you're not completely there. But sometimes you just need to get your body into the motion of doing something some way, right? And so it, it so there so basically this whole first chapter, uh, which by the way was titled "Stop Praying," was all about you know get stop stop just doing things just because that's what you do, right? But but get into this with your heart and 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 here's some ways and so we had some good discussion about it and I'm That's excited good. about the book. Good, I'm as am I. So very cool. All right, so you didn't you you went out last night. I did, and you saw a movie screening. I did, and it was a good movie. Um, went and saw When in Rome, and um, well, here's the thing. I think that it's funny because when the movie ticket came in and and it was on Wednesday, uh-huh. I knew you weren't going to go. But I still wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I did. And so when I told you I was going, you got very snippy with me. I did get snippy with you. <laughs> Which led to a whole snippy fest. That was a and, fun call. Uh, <laughs> Not. That was face to face the first time. Well, the first time is face to face. And then you're like, you're still going? I'm like, um, I told you I was. <laughs> I thought you got the picture that I didn't for, want. For you to think that you being snippy can change my mind is like you haven't been married to me long enough <laughs> to know that um, I'm stubborn and strong-willed and because you're snippy, I'm going anyway. Gotcha. So um, so anyway, I did go. I went out with my sister and we had a really good time. Um, when in Rome was the movie. Kristen Bell was adorable. Mm-hmm. Josh Damal was Josh Damal. I he, yeah, he's adorable too. Adorable, okay. <laughs> and um, it was very cute. It, it's it it's a great romantic comedy. Um, the things that that absolutely surprised me along the way were it's funny the whole way through, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just me that was laughing. The whole theater was laughing, men and women alike. I think that it it's not just a chick flick. I think that men can enjoy it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wish that I had your opinion on it. Like I I really I wish that you had seen it. And what you thought of it, because I think that men and women will both enjoy it. Right. It was really adorable. Um, It's not like, I mean, there are parts of it that are like every other love story, you know, out there, but it's different too. It it has its own little twist and it it was fun. Um, Kristen and, and Josh had 
fantastic on-screen chemistry, which I think really helped the movie to work. Mm-hmm. They were they were really good together, and um, I she's beautiful in blue. That they put her in blue a lot, which truly is her color. Is it? Yeah, absolutely. They did a great job with that. But um, very funny, very cute. I would highly recommend it. Very cool. I would. Awesome. And that is When in Rome. When in Rome. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, we just want to take just a second to thank our sponsor for this podcast, Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com. Of course, they are the reason this podcast continues to happen on a weekly basis, with the exception of last week. Um, but uh, we just want to say thank you to them. And of course, they are a great resource for homeschooling materials, for Christian education of for any type, love. Uh, for public school teachers, if you <laughs> happen to be in, 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 a, in an area where you can go in and buy stuff. And also for getting the book Crazy Love, which we are going, which you're going to probably hear me talk a little right, bit we'll more about. Talk about. Not, I, I don't think we'll do a chapter by oh, chapter no. review, but uh but you'll hear us talk but about that's part of our lives. So it's going to come up from time our, to time. Our EOTC book club is discussing <laughs> is is discussing the uh, the book Crazy Love. Yeah. Uh, EOT standing for encouraging others through Christ. Yeah. And uh, but anyway, uh, we're excited. And if you want to get a copy of the book and share our, your thoughts on, you know, maybe how it's speaking to you or anything like that, get it over at Mardell.com. Use promo code. GSPN in the shopping cart and that does two things. It gives you 10% off and it also says to Mardell.com, hey, your sponsorship is working. I've heard about you through Cliff and Stephanie and and I'm buying here when I could buy it from a lot of other places, but I'm buying it from here because I'm so thankful that you sponsor Family from the Heart. So that's really what you guys have been doing and uh, it's a true blessing when you do that for us. So thank you. Absolutely. Anyway, Stephanie, I think that, um, is there anything else that you had on your mind that you definitely needed to share? No. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, one of the things is, uh, that I had made a commitment to Mardell when we did, uh, sign up to do this show and they were going to sponsor is that I would give four episodes a month. Right. You know, and I am going to, you know, if, if we don't do something here, we're going to be short a show. So here's what my question to you guys would be. I would like to record a special episode or a special edition of Family from the Heart sometime between now and the next, um, the next, uh, between now and next Thursday. Okay. All right. (laughs) I'm like, what's he trying? That's what I thought you were trying to say. Right, right, right. Anyway, special episode now. And this especially goes for those of you who are listening right now live, because those will be the people who could probably respond to this request the fastest. And anybody who responds to this after we might have already recorded this special episode, we can still use those questions. So here's the thing. We want to do a Q&A, a, you know, a, do. an Ask Cliff and Stephanie episode. Uh-oh. And and here's the thing. No, there there are no limits to what you can ask. So you can ask anything you want. Now, we may say, oh, we're not going to share that. <laughs> but you can ask anything. No, seriously. We, you guys know us. We're open, authentic. We're transparent. And, and if it's not inappropriate for us to share, we're going to answer. Right. And so if you want to you wanna ask us anything, gosh, there's been all kinds of stuff that we've shared. But I can imagine that there might be some questions. You know, we, we haven't talked about, uh, we've talked about how we've met. We've talked about our, our feelings about debt. Uh, we've talked about all kinds of other stuff. But there's a whole host of other things that we probably haven't shared. And it's not that we're hiding them. We just we haven't, just never you know, think we've always got stuff yeah. to talk about and... 
and stuff like that. But we would love to do a special episode called Ask Cliff and Stephanie. And the best way for you to ask us is on our voicemail feedback hotline, which is 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. And uh, thinking about voicemails, we actually have two that I want to share. Yeah. And uh, the first one comes, I think, from the, he may be our youngest gspn.tv plus member. Really? Yeah, let's listen to Jack. Hey, this is Jack from Virginia, and I just wanted to call in for the Family from the Heart podcast. I just wanted to say that you guys do a great podcast and to keep it up. Thanks. Bye. No, I didn't. I did. I don't know how old Jack is, but I would I would suspect that he's probably younger than Hannah V. Yeah, I'm just I'm just know. guessing. I think how old is Hannah V now? She's 13. Is she? I think. I don't know. I, I Hannah, I don't know. Yeah, I think she's 13 now. But anyway, um, Jack, thank you very much. He he just become a plus member. That's awesome. He Thanks, he's Jack. he's been. Uh, in fact, I think it's. Um, oh gosh, I can't think of his username, but he's been in the chat room a lot lately. Yeah. It's it's like Jack likes something or something like that. But you'll see him in the chat room and see him around. But he he was desperately wanting to become a plus awesome. member. And uh, he says he loves our content. And and I saw that his parents helped him sign up and. Took care. Cool. I, I, I just think that's so awesome. And that it's, is. It's, I mean, obviously, we're not trying to target and get money from young kids and stuff like that. And if you know, you know, if if you're a young person and you want to participate in our content, please contact us and and we'll find a way to make sure everything right. happens. But uh, but uh, I think that was that was awesome. And Jack, we just want to say thank you. We just want to say thank you. It's great to have you as a part of our community. And uh, we also have one other voice feedback, and it's from our great friend Karen. Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. It's Karen from Massachusetts. First off, I you're going to probably have to edit this message because I wanted to start with wishing you a very happy birthday. I want you to know that I prayed for you today that your business continues to prosper and everybody remains healthy at your home. Um, secondly, I wanted to leave a message about family from the house. Family from the Hot is one of my uh, most favorite shows. It's one I've been with from the very beginning. You have done recently um, where you spoke about your kids and um, raising your kids and how you uh, think you may be overprotective. I'm a little behind in my um, podcast because I did break my leg very badly. Um, you can see the great pictures on my Facebook page. But anyway, um, I just want you to know that I was overprotective of my children as well. I mean, I was like a rabid German shepherd when it came to my kids. I My goal was to dig a moat around my house, cover it with barbed wire, and put six wild German shepherds out there. Because I was an ER nurse, and I saw exactly what society brings. Um, so I know kind of how you're feeling. But I want you to know that despite over-guarding, probably being over an overprotective mother, I was when my Molly went off to college, I was horrified because I was afraid she didn't have the street knowledge that she needed. But I'm going to tell you, they stepped right up to the plate. She did phenomenal. She went out. She got her own apartment. 
She got into, you know, the school that she wanted. They just do great. So don't worry about being overprotective. I don't think it's overprotectiveness. I think it's you're just raising great kids. So keep that in mind. Um, you know, the next time you think that, well, maybe we're, you know, being monitoring them too closely. If Matt wants to ride his bike around the block, let him try it. Kids are pretty tough and pretty resilient. They know the basic skills of, you know, what to do when a stranger approaches. Just give it a whirl. Um, I guess that's about all I can say. Have a great day. Um, I know Thursdays is wild for you guys. Um, Take a deep breath. Get through it. And I'm looking forward to the Thursdays being lost night again. Or I guess it's going to be Tuesday. Take care now. Love, Karen. Karen, thank you so much. I'll tell you what. I was really worried there for a while because we went... There was a good six-week period of time where we did not hear from our friend Karen. And it was odd. I mean, it it felt weird not to hear from Karen. And so, Karen, uh, you know, and of course, I I had sent her a message to say, hey, is things okay? And and found out that she she had a pretty bad uh, injury with her broken leg and stuff. And it pretty consumed a lot of our time and everything. So, but we're glad that you're back. And thank you for the feedback. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, we're trying to always evaluate where are we at. We had an issue recently where our daughter came home from school and says, you know, so-and-so wants to know if I can spend the night. And it's like, this. these were parents we didn't know. This is a child. Right. This is actually a, a child from school who Megan comes home and shares a lot of things that said, she'll say, guess what so-and-so told me today. And I'm like, oh, right. that's, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that that's very appropriate, Megan. And and it's like we were really concerned. Do we let her spend the night? And it's like, you know what? She's, you know, she's got a head on her shoulder. She, she understands what we've told her and, and have, have have given her. And and we basically said, you know what? St- you you want to explain how we handled the situation since we didn't know that we didn't think that we knew the parents. What, what we had decided there. We had decided that we would let her go. And um, she knew there there were two main rules. One was that she'd be respectful. And the second was that she was not allowed to watch family guy because that's where a lot of the stories that this little girl shares come from. And, um, it's in our neighborhood. It was right down the street. And so we told her, you know, if you feel uncomfortable, you can call. And we had decided without telling her that if, when I dropped her off and I met the parents, I didn't feel uncomfortable. Then we would make something up and call and pick her up later. Right. (laughs) Which, you know, be that what it may was what we were comfortable with. Yes. Um, so we went to drop her off and turns out I actually did know the mom. Um, we have met at school while volunteering and so, which is sometimes crazy, but moms can get a pretty good feel of each other, you know, in that kind of setting when we're all dealing with, with the kids. And, um, so it, it turned out that I did know who is actually her stepmom, and and I did know it. And I have to tell you, I was so proud of Megan the next day because we were just talking about how, not that I'm not always proud of Megan, but um, we were just talking about you know what they did and and what kind of time that she had. And she said, you know, Mom, I'm really glad I got to go because Sydney doesn't have a lot of friends. And so not only is my not only is my daughter stepping outside of her comfort zone and being a friend with someone who doesn't have a lot of friends, but she's excited about that. Right. And so maybe I'm moving in the right direction. 
Yeah. So anyway, that's that's pretty much a, a little snippet, 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 snippet of the Ravenscraft world that's been going on here. A lot of things happening. Stephanie, are you in maintenance mode still, or are you way beyond that right now? I think I'm, I think I'm beyond that right now. Good. I am, but I have to tell you, I woke up this morning not feeling so good. And well, it's because of that. I've sworn off time of month. Yeah, but that can. It that can may, put you it, back in that place. It can put me back in that place, but also it makes me more susceptible to illness. And yeah, and I'm I'm not running at my best right now, and I know that. And I'm so I'm just trying to you know. Well, don't overdo take it. Take it easier than I have the last four days. Exactly. But you've uh, been very busy. I I've been excited about seeing some of the things that you've been doing, in spite of the fact that the sun wasn't shining. And I'm hoping maybe the sun shining today is. Yeah gonna help brighten help. up not just our homes but our hearts as well oh, and of course you know that all these other people they say carry your sunshine with ya <laughs> sometimes i just don't have any sunshine to carry there ain't no sunshine when he's gone anyway yeah. <laughs> that if was really the sun bad is the heat, okay there ain't no sun yeah gotcha it was getting pretty rough there for a while. I, I mean, saw, we I really know. didn't have the sun shining for weeks. I know. I know. It was definitely having an Megan impact on us. Megan was talking about the sun in science and had to study for this test. I'm like, I don't even remember what the sun looks like. No doubt. <laughs> well, hey, everybody. We do hope that you'll give us a call at 859-795-4067. It's Ask Cliff and Stephanie. And it might happen on Saturday evening or something like that. We don't know yet. But uh, we definitely want to, to get that done. Uh, and, and it's because, yeah, we, we promised Mardell four episodes. I want to deliver, but we want to we want to deliver something that's unique and uh, call and ask us your questions and we will respond. 859-795-4067. Thank you, Mardell.com. You guys over there rock. That's all I can say. And uh, don't forget to use promo code GSPN. And, uh, and if you don't know this already, Lost is coming back this week. Yes, it is. And so is the weekly Lost podcast. And in 10 minutes from right now, we're recording the next episode of Lost. We'll be announcing what our schedule is going to look like for recording these shows in season six. So until next time, everybody, join the community. I missed it. That's all right. I missed it. All right. Anyway, do that. We'll talk to you later. We'll be back. Bye.